there. Oh my God, there's a timer too. Yeah, so it says we are live. <laughs> Why does the timer make you nervous in that situation? <laughs> it's counting. Oh my God. There's going to be a fucking timer. <laughs> what are we doing here, Dad? <laughs> uh, oh, crap. You know what I forgot to do? You know what I forgot to do? Oh, oh, I forgot to... Stop that. This thing is. We were just listening delayed. to ourselves. Yeah, it is delayed. Buddy. Super delayed. Yeah. I mean that's what happens. This is this is how the amazing world of live podcasting on YouTube works. I should be hearing you from here, but I hear you from here. That's because you're hearing yourself through the microphone. I know that's it's, it's, I still don't it's, like it. It's very confusing to you? I just don't like it. Well, what it does, son, is it helps to avoid you talking over other people because you can hear yourself talking in the mix. Does that make sense to you? I know. This is all yeah. so technical. You could give a shit. <laughs> <sighs> and it allows you to hear me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the most important th feature of it. Uh, it absolutely. I mean, Matt does have the smoothest, uh, butteriest voice out of the podcast. All that. Imagine if we had my keyboard here. You could hear every fucking clack. Fucking clack as shit done. The loudest mechanical keyboard you've ever heard. Yeah? Yeah. Tell us all about it. What do you want me to say? It clacks loud. What kind of uh, it glows red? Yeah, <laughs> is it like blue keys? Green, it's a red dragon, red LED keyboard. Yeah, yeah, that's about that's about it. Right? That's it. It's kind of similar to this one, but without... it looks a lot like this one, but it's not. This what? One. You can pull up an image with a name like red name. dragon, it better be pretty fucking that's cool. Right. Oh, it is, buddy. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's uh, get this show on the road here. Uh, if everybody can mute, we will we will begin this fun little extravaganza. Steve Alcorn's a fine investigator. Oh, fuck off! This is the Bordian Slip with your host, Chris York. I don't. I don't need porn, Chris. I have a good woman. Listen, I have a. I have a good woman. I still watch porn. Co-host Steve Alcorn. You are the top shit in Bigfootery. If you get the invitation. Oh, are you? I've gotten the invitation two years in a row now, Chris. Wow, not me. And sometimes special guest Matt Knapp. It's hard growing older, you know. Maturing, maturing. Okay, George Washington. <laughs> I opted for the. Uh, is it what meth addicts say? That <laughs> make me more dignified. <laughs> Taking on all things strange since 2013. Wait a minute. I don't know what the hell Are you doing. saying that he's pregnant? Possibly. Was he implanted by one of these teenage aliens? <laughs> <laughs> Did that happen to Arnold? 
Uh, this di device, which comes as part of Nintendo's Quality of Life initiative, is to is going to have Quality kids running around banging their heads off bricks. <laughs> yeah. You're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge. Good evening and welcome to the 40 Club. This is episode 95. The Brave Welcome, everybody. Joining us tonight, place of Steve Alcorn, the Sweetwater Legend. I don't know if he stacks up. To be honest, man. I haven't seen it since. But yes, my son, in place of Steve Alcorn, who is in Nashville? Isn't he in Nashville? Yeah. Grand old Opry. I don't know what he's doing down there. Yes, you do. <laughs> I can't remember. Something to do with eBay. Yeah. Some some shit. Uh, all I know is one day I saw his wife post this picture of all these bras on the table. <laughs> With yeah. Steve going through them, and I'm just like, what in the fuck is going on? Ah, it's crazy. I don't know. Every time I look at Alcorn's Facebook page, it makes me think of Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it, though? <laughs> it does. Turn the mic up, Chris. Turn the mic up. Am I, am I that low? Uh, you're low during the intro music. Yeah, there's something I, I I don't know why. Even though I've turned the music way down, it still kills the mic volume. Yeah, and it's I've, robots. And, and I've got it. Yeah, it's got to be the robot overloads. <clears throat> I've got the. Uh, oh, just said thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's because I got closer to the mic, son. Oh. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um. But yeah, I, I, this this fun shit that we do every week. I thought I'd bring my son in and uh, make him a part of it. He has kind of the same sense of humor as I do. So intern Odin, yes, intern Odin <laughs> for this week. Uh, how are you? Here's like this podcast empire that you will one day inherit. Yes, of nobody. I'm not being paid. Uh, I'm just here. Interns don't get paid. You know what interns do? They no. get coffee. <laughs> well, maybe they do. I'm still too. I'm still good right now, by the way. So yeah, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were going to do uh, frontier monsters, lumberjack stories. Uh, what what is it called, Matt? What's the, no, the fucking no. fearsome critters or fearsome critters? That, yeah, it's, there's a whole, it's a genre, it's a, and it, there's like a book on them. Because I was looking at um, uh, this one podcast where they went over the book. I can't remember what it's called, what the book it called was called. Fearsome Critters. It is called Fearsome Critters, but there's something else that goes with that title. Oh. Um, uh, it's, and it has something to do with lumberjacks. I can't remember what the, what the fuck it was, though. But uh, we're definitely still going to do that. Um, but uh, due to the changes we made and the, uh, the fact that I decided to have um, 
Odin come on the show this week. Uh, we decided to switch it up because Odin and I have been watching uh, a shit ton of horror movies for one. Like, we've just been watching horror movie after horror movie after horror movie. As you and should. Yeah. Dull our senses. Is that what, what you do it for? Yeah. Is that so? so that every time we get jump scared, it's a little less scary. And then eventually we just sit through a movie and we're not scared. <laughs> and eventually you're piling dead bodies into the trunk. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're buying bags of lie at the hardware. I'm, cr- I'm creating fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, man. Okay. He's he's going to be, what did multiple Megs say to you, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kid is, he's just emotionless. It's just, right. that's what it's going to become. That's yeah. today's society. But uh, yeah, but yeah, so um, yesterday we decided to watch, um, I because I had watched it, oh God, like a week or so ago. Um, and I was pretty entertained by it. And I'll be honest with you, uh, Matt, you know, I'm a, a very, very skeptical person. Yes. Uh, upon watching this uh, documentary again, I, I mean, the, seeing it the first time and watching it again, I'm a little more convinced on something uh, that is dog like. Maybe I don't want to go so far as to say dog man. Um, uh, than I was before. I'm, I'm more convinced because of the different sighting reports that I uh, had looked over. And uh, it, it's it's definitely an interesting phenomenon. People are seeing something. I mean, even you, you, uh, you had explained one uh, encounter, and we did it years ago on the show now, uh, where... Uh, a guy almost gets something snatched off the back of his ATV, and you you had said that was like a quote unquote dog man encounter. Yeah, um, down. <clears throat> excuse me, down in Texas. Um, it wasn't somebody that I knew personally, but I knew somebody that was there personally. Um, basically, one of my uh, friends' son and. Some of his friends had gone camping on their property. They had like a huge acreage out in the middle of nowhere, woods, Texas. And they had some activity uh, while they were camping that they were relating to Bigfoot activity. And they got kind of spooked. And so they decided to load up on the ATV and go back to the house. And uh, my, the friend of mine that was actually driving the ATV didn't see anything, but it was his two friends that were riding on the back. And uh, as they were going up the trail back to the house, you know, it's the middle of the night. Um, the ATV has a headlight, um, but no tail lights unless you hit the brakes. Well, they had a uh, an ice chest with like a handle on it sitting across their laps on the back and it felt like it snagged on something and started to pull off their lap and they both like grabbed a hold of it and you know told him to stop and so he stopped and one kid was like pulling the ice chest back up on their lap and the other kid looks up behind them and illuminated in the brake lights he described this creature that was at first he thought a bigfoot um it was standing about uh, 10 feet, maybe 
behind the ATV, if I remember correctly. And whenever he was looking straight forward originally, he said that he was looking right around its waist. And he started like looking up, you know, following its body upward. And he said whenever he got to the head that it had like a muzzle, kind of like a pit bull that had hair on it, but the hair was like caked back and looked what he described as muddy. Uh, like it had dried mud. I'm thinking probably blood. Uh, he said that he didn't notice any like pointed ears or anything. And it was definitely not a bear. And in his mind, he was just kind of in shock. I mean, I talked to him as soon as he got to the house, which was like maybe five to 10 minutes later. And this was an 18 year old kid who had grown up in the area. He lived across the road been hunting had hunted black bears with his dad and everything and like he was crying on the phone with me and he was just like bigfoot aren't supposed to look like that you know like he kept on repeating that over and over again and so i started questioning him about like you know well you say it had you know this protrusion on its face you know uh i sent him a bunch of pictures of like different things that have muzzles or snouts or whatever and he said it was closer to a baboon snout than anything else. Right. Um, and I had sent him a picture of like a German shepherd and everything. I remember you saying that about the baboon snout. Yeah. And he actually drew a picture. I lost it on my old hard drive. I don't, you know, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but he, like, yeah, you I'm, know. So, I'm sorry I couldn't keep every little shred of fucking Yeah, well, but he, he did draw a picture and, you know, uh, send it to me of what he saw and everything. And, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, there is no reason for this kid to make up the story or anything. Well, the thing that gets me, like, with the dogman encounter sighting reports is that everybody seems to see these creatures with these bent back legs like that of a dog. Or, and what I was thinking too, Matt, which is something you and I have talked about before on the show, is that you have these, like, satyrs or fawns also. Mm -hmm you know, in, in, uh, folklore, right. Which also had these like turned back legs. Um, so I'm, I'm beginning to wonder, like, is it, is it a misidentification thing? Is, is there something really out there? Because like after watching this documentary, and I'm not saying that one documentary like changed everything. It just made me look at it a little differently. Um, and that's this, uh, these, this new set of fucking documentaries that Seth breed loves doing. Yeah, you know, and I actually, I, I'm actually, uh, I'm not, I'm still not uh, rah rah Lyle Blackburn or anything, but I, <laughs> I do kind of like enjoy his narration. But uh, Lyle, if you ever catch this show, you probably fucking won't. But uh, uh, step it up a bit, buddy. <laughs> Just uh, it's it's almost like an ASMR, like it's on the fucking, it, it's on the it's on the cusp. You got to give a little more energy. Yeah, uh, but I like them. You know, I like these documentaries, and I'd watch the. Uh, I told you I watched the 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 Bigfoot one that he did. Yeah, they're, the, they're the great. Harder. He's doing a great job on all of that series, the small mm -hmm. town monster stuff. Yeah, and uh, so we watched it, and I mean, I, I I I genuinely liked it. You know, I liked the whole the narrative. Um, uh, uh, here's a funny thing, like, uh, cause I was looking up 
information tonight on the the dog man and the the beast of bray road and i i pull up the google search results and the first one's the wikipedia right usually is with this shit wikipedia or whatever the fuck imagine that right you know and then the next one is this fucking website whatever so i click on it and shit shit you know what matt it's fucking the 40 and slip video halfway down it through the the article here and here's a citing report from and it's the one that the uh the waitress gave of the the dog man kneeling down on the side of the road yeah and that it was it was my bedtime story yeah so uh but yeah i mean i'm going through all this and as i as i was watching the documentary they tell that story and for those of you who don't know, there was this woman, uh, got it here. Where was it? I can't remember her name right off the top of my head. Lori Andreezy. Um, and she was a bar manager. I'm sorry. Um, she was, uh, it was a fall evening, 1989. Uh, I don't believe it was on Halloween. Like one of the other encounters was the bit, the one that everybody goes to. Uh, just the big one. Um, uh, she sees like this human being like thing kneeled a hunch along the side of the road. She slows down to take a look through the passenger side window. Uh, she gets a look at it. She says it's a beast with gray, brown fur, fangs, pointy ears, had a long face with a snout, like a wolf. The eyes glowed yellow. Um, and then she took off. Uh, but she definitely, you know, said, said she got a, a good look at the creature. Uh, yeah. And this, like I said, this is one of those ones where uh, these people, these people are definitely describing something that is very dog like, like I said, they, they have the, the legs, almost every single one they're they're adamant about how the legs are. You know that they're bent back, that they're like a dog's legs, or like like I was saying to you earlier, like what we might think a fawn or a satyr's legs might be like, with the, the turned back um, knee joint, or I mean, I don't know what you'd call it in that that sense. Well, going into this, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, as I'm, I would call myself, you know. Uh, retired, inactive, whatever you want to say about Bigfoot research. But my original introduction to this stuff was, you know, through Bigfoot, because you would have a very rare sighting, but it would happen once or twice a year where somebody would report basically a Bigfoot, except with a snout or muzzle. Right. And then looking into it more, uh, I found that whenever it comes to cryptids, you know, Bigfoot is the king of the hill as far as sighting reports are concerned. But second to Bigfoot is werewolves. Yeah. Like these werewolves you know, or dogman or whatever right. you want to call them. Um, and I've always been fascinated by werewolf and, you know, the folklore, and, you know. Uh, but then <laughs> uh, a certain podcast happened. Uh, <laughs> Dogman encounters with Vic, 
He does an excellent job. Oh, yeah. It's a great show. It filled a niche that nobody knew was there. But since he started that podcast, all of a sudden now everybody sees Dogman all the time, everywhere, numerous times. <laughs> and like I said, before that, it was like once or twice a year, you might hear rumors of something. Mm-hmm. And now it's just you know, like they're well, telepathic well, and well, everything well, else. Well, look, it's, it's like we talked about um, the other the, uh, last week on the show. Where you've got Michigan J Frog comes out, right, and then people are seeing the Frogman. Yeah, you know, uh, somebody goes and sees the movie Species. We got the Chupacabra, right. <clears throat> and I'm I'm not saying that, you know, I'll yeah, say I, that I, I've I never seen that dog man, and from a biological standpoint, I don't understand. How it's physically well, possible to exist that way. Here's the interesting thing, though. Some people that see the dog man don't necessarily say that it's walking on two legs. It's right. just a very large dog-like or man. creature. <laughs> man! <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I've n- I myself have never seen one. I had an encounter with dogs, which, you know... Uh, I've talked about a few different times on the show. And I was thinking recently I should uh, contact my cousin and see if he'd come on the show to talk that, talk over that encounter with me. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, because he probably remembers shit about it that I don't remember. And I I just, I think he'd, I think he'd do well. Um, well, I just don't but, want to uh, come across saying that, you know. Yeah, no, I've seen everybody's lying about what they've seen. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I. What are you laughing at, Chris's wife? Don't give him any fucking credit. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop this up. I'm gonna pop yeah. this up. Yeah, look at oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Don't give him oh. any credit, son. He's even using like a hoaxed photo in his profile picture. Come Do you on. like that? You like that? Jeez. Hey, look, it's then Ronnie Millsap. Then we get the <laughs> Steve Osborne's gonna be pissed, dude. There's a stranger in my house. Odin, that is what Richard would call a cunt. Um so uh yeah, what do you think of the Beast of Bray Road documentary? Well, I don't believe it to be genuine at no. all. No. But the sheer number of reports and you know people citing it makes me, or well, it makes it hard for me to believe it's not like there's not something out there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's hey, that's logical thinking. But here's the thing. The one point that the documentary is the thing, Norton, was that, yeah, was that the people initially were afraid to report their sightings in the first place. Yeah, and then that that's probably one of the running themes with that whole documentary is that there's a lot of people that come out and then they say, uh, you know, I didn't want to come out initially because I didn't want the ridicule. Or, you know, whatever the case may be. And you find that a lot 
with Bigfoot sightings. You find that a lot with Dogman sightings. Uh, I'm sure with uh, alien slash UFO sightings and or abduction reports. Um, but it, the, yeah, there's a, the it, it comes down to it with me where the, it's the sheer number of reports and it's the fact that you got a bunch of people saying that seeing the same type of thing. And this was long before the internet was as huge as it is now. People weren't getting together and having all these, you know, uh, groups where they, they, they could gather and talk about this shit. These were just citing reports as they happened in the world. And everybody was seeing the same type of thing. So in that, that's where I find it interesting. But I tend to think that it's more something that is natural not something supernatural i don't think it's a man turning into a wolf no no <laughs> no i i think that's just possibly how people try to understand it due to shapeshifter lore and everything and some of the uh occult practices and beliefs of shapeshifting and the two kind of just got muddied and thrown together mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason but i i actually um once again, through Bigfoot, through one of my former colleagues, whose name I will not mention, um, <clears throat> he told me about a time, I think it was in Alabama. I could be mistaken. Um, it was in the 80s, I believe. He was uh, Alabama man. He was working for a company, and people there kind of knew that he was like a Bigfoot researcher or whatever. And these... Uh, two ladies that worked there pulled him aside and told him that on their way into work that morning, uh, they saw a werewolf creature, uh, very similar to the description of the beast of Bray road. Uh, mm-hmm. it was very skinny, tall, lanky, uh, standing next to a stop sign, uh, in a wooded area. And that uh, its head came up to, the stop sign and after work he went and checked it out most of those stop signs are pretty fucking tall yeah after work he went and checked it out and it was like your typical like nine foot tall stop sign or whatever so this thing had to have been around eight feet tall and once again it was like a couple of you know like middle-aged church going women that were like freaked the fuck out by whatever they saw and they both described it as like you know, a skinny werewolf with pointed ears and a, a dog snout and fangs and claws and everything. And it was like right next to their car. So I don't know, man. Yeah. That, see, and that's the thing. I, 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 I'm, I've always been this skeptical guy and I've always been like, dog, man, fuck you. You know, why, why would I even want to give that even any credence? Like, uh, and you know I, I'm a big fan of werewolves, but that doesn't—I mean—that doesn't mean I'm instantly going to go down this dogman road or this idea. But now I don't know. I'm beginning to think more of some type of wolf hybrid thing or new evolution. That maybe we just—I mean, it's—it's it's just starting. We're seeing it. You know, um, there's all kinds of different things that it, 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 that could be happening. Uh, the thing that kind of makes me, that, that, that is, I think it's kind of iffy that if it's a dog, 
or a wolf or some type of evolutionary thing. A lot of these people are saying these things have like human like hands. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, um, I don't know. Because that you find that in a lot of these sighting reports too. Right. As well as the turned back legs, um, you know, the wolf likes now, um, like you were saying, not always the ears, but sometimes the ears. Um, <clears throat> they also kind of match the description of a giant raccoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? I was just going to say something like that. An eight foot tall raccoon. Now that's a scary concept. That fucker would be breaking into your house. That is terrifying. <laughs> I'd be fucking running for the hills. I, I'm, I'll never forget one time. Uh, do you remember when I was doing the paper? When I was delivering the paper? Oh, yeah. So uh, I, I, I'm delivering the paper one night, and I stop at this house to throw the, uh, the paper in the, uh, the, the mailbox tube. And I'm stopped and bagging up the paper and putting it in the tube. And I hear this noise up in the tree. And all this freaking noise. And then all of a sudden I hear, bang, right. There's a truck in the, in the driveway. And then bang, I hear another one. And then I hear all this scurry and them two of them sons of bitches come flying out <laughs> past my car. One of them right after the other one, they were fighting up in the tree. It was hilarious, but frightening at the same time yeah they'll jack you up oh those sons of bitches are crazy and yeah they're they're little monsters you know you see you see people like at the fair with like little cute ones yeah no 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 no. they're generally fucking little monsters yeah the the thing that looks like a monster the possum you have less to fear from that fucking thing than you do from a (laughs) raccoon yeah it's literally known we're not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're pretty cool. <laughs> like, ah, I'm dead. You got me. All right, but fuck yeah, off. <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely right. I was almost going to say that almost raccoon-like. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. You know, it, it, I, I don't want to go down that road, you know, of is it possible that some type of canine could evolve to have some type of opposable thumbs or hands? Uh, and I, I think that it, it, it's just too far of an evolution to happen this quick. Because there's nothing else that supports anything with any type of an appendage like that. That's canine. I mean, there's like, you know, reasons for body structure through right. evolution. And I mean, for instance, dogs. Okay, one of the things that they like, tell you about dogs is like, if you want to train your dog where it won't jump up on you or like jump up on people, whenever it does that, you grab a hold of its front paws and kind of like walk it back away from you and just hold it there. And eventually its back legs will give out and it'll just drop back down. And if you keep doing this, it won't jump on you anymore. The reason for that is because dogs aren't designed to stand on their hind legs for long periods of time. Right. The structure isn't there for the hips don't support the weight of the dog. Correct. So the idea of like giant eight feet tall dog men running around on two legs, I don't understand how that would be possible. That's the part of it. I don't get, but yet there are people seeing a lot of that. Right. Um, I tend to, to buy into the idea that there is some type of canine that is larger um 
and doing these things. Although we don't see a lot of the other things that I would expect to see with a predator like that in the areas. You're not seeing a lot of, uh, you know, cattle or uh, livestock being taken out. Um, which you would if if an apex predator like that came into an area you'd see a lot of that and on a regular basis and dogs you know uh primarily live in packs yep um i've read articles about how they believe the evolution of the tail has a lot to do with uh social communication and everything in a pack mm-hmm. uh so then you have like this lone you know, dog man beast that has a tail <laughs> that's yeah, not and, needed. And, and, you know, and hey, uh, the, you know, wolves and coyotes do not, uh, they don't bark. No. They do not make the same types of noises that domesticated dogs make. Domesticated dogs make those noises to communicate with us. Right. Not each other. Um, that is a trait that was inherited from years and years of domestication. Um, I mean, certain breeds of dogs still don't bark. Yeah. You know, some of the older breeds, you know, like mm-hmm. they never developed, you know, a bark, um, not a true bark anyway. Right. Right. Cause if you see people that work with wolves, wolves don't bark, you know, they growl, they howl, uh, but they do not bark. What I do know is that for an animal to have a muzzle or a snout like that with the pronounced canine fangs or whatever, that's a predator. That's oh, yeah. a fucking meat eater. Yes, absolutely. And that scares me. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely would think uh, that that would, that would definitely be a predator. That's, that's, not a, uh, that's not a vegetarian, if you will, man. No, no, it's uh, not. <laughs> uh, we have a question. From the chat room, Matt. Um, hmm. I'm gonna. It go depends with... on how large of a newspaper or squirt bottle you had. I was gonna go with maybe if you put those puppy pads. True. In True. the bathroom. Yeah. That's a possibility. So. Uh, I think we could go with that, but. Uh... Another possibility on the bipedal thing is a lot of quadruped animals uh stand on two legs when they're alerted or trying to appear larger or or looking at something or looking at something yeah and so i mean like i don't have a lot of experience with bears in the wild or anything Mm -hmm. but i do know that oftentimes if a human comes across a bear in the wild the bear will stand up on its hind legs Mm mm-hmm and in these cases where people are seeing these canine creatures or whatever, maybe that's what's happened. Maybe they're just raising up on two legs for a short period of time because it's not like the sighting lasts a long time or anything. No, none of none of these none of these sighting reports last for any length of time. You know, and uh, and, and here's the other thing too. You you have like you were saying, you've got people like uh, the dogman and kind of Vic. Yeah. Uh, Cundiff, Dogman Encounters Radio. And, and you're right. There's this influx or this mania, if you will, uh, with the Dogman uh, epidemic. And, you know, it, it just... It, it it muddies the whole the waters of the whole thing. 
like you were saying, there used to be a couple of sightings here and there. And that was understandable. But now it's it's like this rush of sighting reports all the time. You're always hearing about dogman sighting reports. I am like based on the stuff that I pay attention to online. See it all the freaking time now. Well, yeah, I don't like just keep on going back to Bigfoot, but right. with Bigfoot, I mean, sorry to break it to everybody, but there's no chance that every single Bigfoot sighting is authentic. In fact, the vast majority of them probably aren't. I'm not saying that they're hoaxes or lies, but various things come up. So I'm, I'm guessing that only a small percentage of them are authentic, genuine sightings. The ones that we hear about, anyways. Um, same way with dogmen. There's no way that every single dogman uh, report <clears throat> is authentic or genuine. Yeah. And it muddies the waters terribly on what's true about them, what's just being repeated, you know. Um, so we really don't know that much about them. So, like, the conversation that you and I are having is based on long-time reports, you know, the Beast of Bray Road, things like that. And we're not really delving into, like, a lot of the claims that have been made through the podcast since it's become popular and everything. Oh, yeah, because now, now people are seeing them everywhere. Right. They're coming into people's homes. They're talking to them. Oh, all kinds of things. Conversations um, with the dog man. Yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. Anything that you've heard about Bigfoot, the dog man does it, too. Portals, uh, turning invisible, talking, tele tele telepathy. It's all there now. Habituation. Habituation, absolutely. Uh, some people say they're peaceful creatures that are just here delivering a message about the end times. Uh, they're here to protect us. Uh, the Bigfoot are here to protect us from the dogmen. Like, <laughs> there, there's all kinds of stuff floating out there. Well, I mean, there are some... Uh... Native American legends that do point to shapeshifters that are uh, of a good nature, although the majority of them are to the skinwalkers, who are an evil sort of witch. Right. Uh, the skinwalkers were not a good people. They were very horrible people, uh, and according to the Navajo. And it, this, you know, this whole... This whole idea of it being a shapeshifter, I think that's a, I think that's that, that's a wrong label to put on these creatures. I think something is being seen, but I think it's being misidentified. Uh, and I don't know if it's something that we already know of, or if it's some type of new species of creature or new type of canine. Or, you know, maybe a throwback uh, to, uh, like, you know, like a dire wolf or something like that. And there are things that exist in Native American mythology or folklore that support dogmen. Yes. Or these type creatures. Yeah. You know, so it's not... It's not completely outside the realm of anything. Odin, I swear to God, you even so much as give that guy... An ounce of attention that said that said that on the screen. <laughs> Question for Mister York's son. Don't no 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 no. Don't even say. Nope. Don't even give him an ounce. Yeah, we won't be answering that one. You'll do all right. Good job. 
Keep it up. Doing great. <laughs> if you say it so. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I, 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 was, I had to derail that one. We had the uh, we, had, we had a problem. I, I don't have access to the chat, so. Yeah. Oh, well, you could. You, you, you just have to pop up. Uh, yeah, I'm not interested. Nah, <laughs> you don't need to know. No. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're, you're right. There's all kinds of evidence that point to legends of these creatures. And then if you go into werewolf folklore, I mean, you know, that dates back for centuries, you know, in Europe and Germany and, oh yeah, you know, the Germanic tribes and everything. Yeah. It starts with what? The King Lycan. Yeah. You know, that story, you know, that he tried to feed Zeus, his son. They explained it on the documentary for like yeah. a few minutes. Yeah, they did the little animated thing. Yeah. And Zeus brought the boy instantly back to life. Ta-da! Ta-da! I feel like I'm at a renaissance fair. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what was that one guy? The famous one. The famous uh, one. Oh, oh, there's a guy who that thought he was a werewolf. Yes. Ah, uh, God, I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. But I know what you're what you're talking about. He was actually put in jail. Yeah, he was um, killing people. Yeah, uh, and he uh, claimed that he was a wolf, that he was taken over by the spirit of a wolf. I can't remember his name. But uh, and yes, uh, uh, less is it less? I think it is. Bad gaming sixty nine. I see that you say that. Look back on the other videos, the other uh, shows on YouTube. I had the link to where you can send it. It's an, an address, an email address. Uh, there you go. Does that work? Thank you. <clears throat> but I, I, I'm all in when it comes to werewolves and dogman. Like as far as the stories and the the uh, the legends, I don't know how much I believe that this is some type of a man dog hybrid. Uh, but I do buy into the idea that this could be some type of a large wolf that we haven't identified or just a freaking nature. I mean, Andre the Giant existed. Right. You know, maybe it's just a, a humongous fucking wolf that's just well, that been around was, for a while. Well, that was another, personally for me, not putting this on anybody else, but for me... uh once I realized that like Bigfoot was out there, I had to accept the fact mentally that if I believe that to be true based on my own experiences, then that opens up the door to, well, what else could be out there? Right. Cause you know, for the majority of my life, you know, I thought, Bigfoot was probably bullshit. Yeah. And now I'm sitting here, you know, thinking, believing that I've seen one. So now what else do I think is bullshit that's out there? Yeah. And, 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 and that's the thing, like, you know, you see all this, this different, the, this different stuff. Uh, and it, it may, it begins to make you wonder how, you know, how much, of my skepticism has been warranted and how much of it have I been way too overzealous with when it comes to this stuff? 
because I know to some degree that I'm not wrong in being a skeptical person. But I think that uh, the more and more I look at things lately, that there are people out there who are skeptical for the sake of being skeptical. Right. And those are people that I don't think bring anything good to the table. Because they're not adhering to their own uh, structure. They're just because they're already coming to a conclusion and just supporting their own conclusion all the time. They're not willing to look at anything with an open mind. Um, some people have said Mick West is like that. I don't know if he's so much uh, closed-minded like that. I do think he tends to go the route of skeptic for skeptic's sake. Um, but listen to those cicadas still, Katie. Oh, sorry. You loving that shit or what? Tis the season. Don't they go away for like a really long fucking time though? Uh, they start up this time of year, and yeah, they come and go in little spurts. I went outside the other day, and in my front yard, on two tree limbs, there's like 14 cicada shells. Yeah. <laughs> where they had come up the night before. I'd never seen that many at one time. I usually find like one or two, but like there's just a ton of them this year. <clears throat> yeah, we get them pretty thick where I'm at. So what are you, t- what are you talking about here in the... uh the old private chat. Yes. Werewolf syndrome? Yes, it's like a real medical condition of like excess uh, hair growth. And sometimes it's localized. Oh, yeah. those, uh, those kids there down in Mexico, I think. Uh, I a, mean, they're, they're famous for it. Yes, there's a lot of famous cases of it. And it's pretty rare nowadays, but it looks like historically it was a pretty common condition. And People were pretty freaked out by it and, uh, and exiled that, and stuff. That could be a very uh, possibility for the origin of the idea of a shape-shifting man becoming a werewolf. Yeah. Especially if you're exiled and had to live out in the wild. and Right. If you think about like an old, olden times family, you know, they're going to kick that kid out and he's going to end up in the wilderness surviving and... And then, and then it just becomes a friggin' wild man. Yeah, story. yeah, exactly. Who would probably, uh, you know, in some situations, due to survival, attack, you know, your your lone person walking the moors after dark. Dude, dude, they 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 fucking burned witches at the stake and drowned them and shit. You know, what do they think they're gonna do to a kid that looks like a friggin' wolf man? Right, but I'm saying the the kid that looks like the wolf man, I could see them like. You know, attacking a lone traveler at night, just trying to get money or food or whatever. If you're oh, out yeah. in the woods once trying to survive. Once they've been shunned by society, of course. Yeah. You ain't going to go raid the dumpster behind the McDonald's back then. No. You're going to, like, steal somebody's pig in the middle of the fucking night. And if they come outside and see a naked, hairy man running off with their pig, who knows, man? And people were afraid of wolves back then. So I just, that, I just want to know if those guys with hypertrichosis, trichinosis, uh, whatever the fuck go. it is, if they have like, does does their pubic hair go like different? You already know it does. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, you know, I, I'm just asking. These are well, the only, the is only it, thing is that it, gets do me. they grow more? Does it become like a real afro? Does it look like O.J. Simpson from fucking the Naked Gun movie when he's trying to walk through the door? Dolomite. 
Dolomite is my name and <laughs> fucking up motherfuckers is my motherfucking game. I can't wait for that movie. It looks great. Oh, looks so good. Have you seen the trailer, Katie? Uh, I have not. For Dolomite? Oh. Uh, Katie's a little younger than us. So she doesn't know. care about Dolomite. She probably doesn't care about <laughs> Dolomite or Eddie Murphy. She's like, isn't that that shit Australians eat? Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's Vegemite. You know? I do like Eddie Murphy, but no, I'm not up on these subjects. Yeah. Uh, it's, when I was younger, uh, Delirious. <laughs> that was the shit. See, th- I snuck one past the goalie with my parents. They were, we went to the record store. They were like, you could get yourself, you know, a tape or whatever, you know. So they sent me in and they just like carte blanche. They would just let me go in there. So I, I found Eddie Murphy delirious and I'm like, oh, this, this sounds cool, you know. And I'd never heard his stuff before. So I grabbed it. It was cheap. And then I brought it home and my life was fucking changed. People are like, what? <laughs> you know, like now comedians are like on YouTube. <laughs> no, you you used to be able to buy these things called vinyl records yes. that had just comedy on them. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was so beautiful. Oh, I remember that I remember like the first time I heard that the Elvis stuff, the fucking Michael Jackson shit. The stuff that he could probably no longer do on stage. <laughs> yeah, days. the shit that they would not allow now. Ralph Cramden and Ed Norton fucking each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, God. That was the stuff. You know, and now this little son of a bitch because fucking YouTube. So he's watching all kinds of stuff and he's watching like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's yeah. that's what they got today. And Rick and Morty. Yeah. Do I wish we had fucking Rick benefits. and Morty when we were younger? Dude, we had Ren and Stimpy. We did have Ren and Stimpy, but we had Beavis and Butthead. But we we had the shit that paved the way for Rick and Morty. It did. It absolutely did. But you know damn well had we had the stuff like Rick and Morty. Oh, we would have uh, been all over it. You know, and you know what else? Uh, him and I have, been, have gotten into, which uh, I know you you love, or you love the uh, concept anyway. Uh, love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, on Netflix, that anthology series. If you were a fan of heavy metal and you like animated shorts uh, that are brutal and great, uh, check out Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. That anthology series is spot on. You've liked it, right? Yeah, from the few episodes I've seen, it's pretty fun to watch. We've seen almost like half of it, I think. Half. Yeah, yeah, at least. At least half of it. Which one? Which one's been your favorite so far? That farm one was pretty cool. Yeah. Do, do you remember that one, Matt? The one where they're farming, and they got the breaches coming in, the aliens coming in through the breaches. No, I don't think I saw it. Oh God! It's the one with the mechs. They're riding around in the mechs, protecting their farms. Oh, so good. I mean, just anybody. If if you like that stuff. Just sit down. The episodes are like 10, 15 minutes long each. I don't know how many episodes there are in total. So worth your time. So worth your time. Seems like we've got a, a question. I, I let it go by, Matt. Uh, somebody I haven't seen in the chat before. And I'm, I'm actually going to throw it out because this is somebody I haven't seen before. Whoa. 
That was interesting. Uh, interesting show. Anyone believe in the Yowie? Yes. Yowie Channel Central. And I'd say, I would say, yeah, too. I would say be, uh, due to the fact, uh, I'll, I'll give it to you in a second, Matt, but I would say due to the fact, you know, the uh, the Aboriginal stories and the, the different folklore that they, you know, they have down in Australia, I'm in. I'm in. I mean, I don't understand how. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, it just sounds like a really pissed off Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, most of the, the stuff, most of the reports that I'm familiar with, at least, they tend to be more aggressive in behavior. Um, now, I have run across in my past uh, videos on YouTube by quote unquote Yowie hunters, researchers, investigators that I do believe were completely fraud. Yeah. Um, but I've also ran across enough people that have some really interesting, unbelievable stories. All right, now, Matt, now, now that you've answered that question, I'm going to give you uh, his next, one of his next uh, uh, comments in the, in the chat. <laughs> A wanker. Wow. <laughs> that wanker, uh, Scott Howard, is uh, not actually Scott Howard. Uh, Yowie Channel Central, whatever your name may be. Uh, I assume you're Australian. Uh, maybe not. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe not. Uh, it is Matt Knapp, and he is a uh, famed uh, Bigfoot expert. Uh, Washington Post noted Bigfoot <laughs> expert Matt Knapp. Uh, yeah. No relation to uh, George Knapp, I don't think. I don't that, know. Is that Uncle I, George? I, I wrote him. He didn't respond back. So it kind of feels like family. Uh, yeah, right. No, Scott Howard was the uh, the character's name from Teen Wolf. Mm. I thought it appropriate due to the subject matter of this episode. Yeah, I agree, Matt. I'm I'm with you, but you know we have these people. They don't understand these people. They come in, but but to answer the question, um, I'm nobody. Uh, nobody important at all. I'm just, I'm nobody. I'm, I'm just here to keep a seat warm. Mm. Yeah. No, that was the guy before you. <laughs> uh, you know, and his was, what's funny. I, I make that joke, but Richard would say the same fucking thing. That's what's funny about it. Uh, and I haven't seen Richard. Uh, in the I just feel kind of, you know, right now I'm having a little bit of an issue, though. Uh, <laughs> well, you, you know how I am, and things get in my head. I, I don't know why. I, what did I do to come across as a wanker, though? I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't maybe, think I had been very wankerish this episode. Maybe, maybe he will give us an answer. I don't know. These oh, people in the cool. chat—they're very it's strange, cool. man. I mean, yeah. we've had to, we've had our issues. Was it the Vegemite thing? The Vegemite joke? Maybe that was it. They're oh. very, they're touchy about their Vegemite. They are touchy about their Vegemite. They get, they get upset. These strange people from Australia, New Zealand, that area, that whole area of the planet. I like New Zealand though. The Kiwis? Yeah, they're all right. Okay. The ones that I've talked to. Yeah. 
The Australians that I've talked to have been all right. Yeah. Until now. Yeah, today it's, a, it's put a bad taste in our mouth. Yeah. So to speak. So Maybe, maybe we know. should do an episode about drop bears. I think we should. I think we should just t tank that whole country now. <laughs> you mean the, the prison country? <laughs> Fucking the, the, escape the from prison island? That place? <laughs> what was that movie with Ray Liotta? No escape. <laughs> Fucking no escape. That's what's going on down there. Everybody's trying to get away. Yeah. They're all trying to get off the island, really. <laughs> and then somebody was like, no, no, no. We're, really, we're a country. All I know is if you like leave Australia, don't have drugs on you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty much anywhere, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not promoting you know, on you. Yeah, I'm not promoting muling or anything. I'm just saying hmm. I've heard some horror stories specifically about people who have left Australia with drugs. Oh, Australia and Australia, you, fucking their immigration stuff. They catch you um, in Australia trying to uh, stay there illegally or get there illegally. They send you to like an island and they're already an island. Yeah, they send, they send you to, you to a worse island. They send you to like this immigration prison island. Yeah, and this is no shit. You can look into this. This is real. Like the the whole Australia immigration policy bullshit. It, you think we're fucking bad? Whoo, doggy. Australia takes it to the fucking a uh, max. Yeah, but yes, to answer your question, we we're in with the yowie. I'm, I'm down with the Yowie. You yeah, down with the Yowie, Odin? pro Yowie. No. No? No Yowie for you? I'm being honest. No Owie for the Yowie? Yowie it's like the Australian version of Bigfoot. It it's like if it's like if all? Bigfoot went up at the end and, uh, you know, had a pouch. Oh. So <laughs> Bigfoot? I could be wrong in the pouch part, but maybe. If I don't believe the Yowie is a marsupial. How do you have you seen the Yowie? I haven't like personally examined one or anything. Mm -hmm. I just think I just thought everything that came from Australia was marsupial, and I based that Matt on Howling. Uh, which <laughs> one was that? Howling eighteen. Uh, <laughs> the one where they were in Australia and all the werewolves all the down werewolves under were marsupials. Yeah, <laughs> everything's poisonous in Australia. Let's get the place scares me. Yeah, it's a terrifying place. It just, it's it, the, the, all the spiders and snakes, they'll fucking kill you. Everything murders you. Yeah, it's crazy. It's terrifying. Yes. I'm never going there. I don't blame <laughs> you. I'm not forcing you to go. Not to mention it's upside down. That's I true. I, I, yeah. I do think you're wrong about that, but. And it's I, like I on the other side. But I don't think that the water goes the opposite direction either. Yeah, it does. Train. Yeah, it no, does. that's that's a myth, man. No, you, it's not. You, you need to unwrap your head around. No, that. it's a hemisphere thing. Wait, hold on. Water <laughs> yeah, it totally does. I'm with Matt on this one. It does. <laughs> it totally does. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. What? I can't take it. Are we going to have a huge Australia, debate? No, Australia is going to fucking destroy us. 
Dude, I'll fucking Google it. Okay. Does water flow the other direction in the southern hemisphere? <laughs> no, does it go the other does it go counterclockwise down the drain? The opposite direction that ours does because it's in the southern hemisphere. Yeah, there's spots on the hemisphere where they have like drains on opposite sides of the line. And you can totally stand there and do the experiment yourself. Does I'm I'm I'm, I'm it. it is commonly held misconception. No. That toilet water always drains counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere and clockwise in the southern hemisphere because of the Coriolis force and acceleration imparted by the Earth's rotation. The more you know. Boo. I'm going to debunk your debunk. Oh, what? Here we go. Here we go. You did this. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Are you pissing in the toilet now? Is that what you tell me? <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> I'm waiting. Do, 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 do. We need uh, we need we need hold music. Well, I found I found one that supports my side, but it was from the Guardian, so I'm finding a more reputable source. What? No, 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 no. We did not give you this to play with. He found the soundboard. Oh, I found it while you were gone in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. So you're playing Katie's belt sound? Katie's belt sound. That's that, that's <laughs> Katie belching. Yep. Yours truly. It that's is? what that sound was, yes. yes that <laughs> sound, that sound that you just played was Katie. <laughs> that's Katie. <laughs> get one I'm so proud. Person. What? We should get one for each person. We should all you don't understand that when she did her, her video for the producer job. She, she, her, her talent was the, all of her belching. We should get one for you. Why? <laughs> because when you fucking burp, you're like, <laughs> it's fucking. Maybe weird. there should be a competition. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, really off topic. So werewolf. <laughs> no, wild wait, water. Wild, look water. At you. Look water. At you. Yeah, water. Some about water. Yeah, Matt's, trying to, Matt's trying to figure it out. Now I'm uh, fucking mind boggled because I'm cute. looking on Scientific American and like they have like a group of scientists in different areas and each one of them is disagreeing with one another on it. Oh, Can't well, look, anybody just flush the fucking toilet in Australia and film it? They can. <laughs> this is a problem. They get I'm too confused. You. I watched something where it was like on the hemisphere line and <laughs> they had a drain on each side and a drain on the line and the drain on the line, the water went straight down and on one side it went clockwise and on the other side it went counterclockwise and it was all within like 15 feet of each other on the hemisphere line in South America. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether I buy it. I don't know. going on anymore it's a hey <laughs> the world is flipped turned upside down man love is a mystery well, <laughs> hurricanes go different directions depending on which hemisphere they're in see that's something okay 
I feel like we should. I feel like we should have like the more you know. Don't close it out. Don't touch things. God, like a bull in a china shop. Oh, oh, I can't let you anywhere. And yet here I am. I know. I was like, yeah, he should do the show. To be fair, you did discuss this while you were intoxicated after a wedding reception. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Kids say the darndest things. He's not lying. We were on our way. Nobody's doubting him. (laughs) We we were on our way home from the. uh, the wedding reception last weekend, and I said, "Hey, I I, I was I was shit faced." I was like, "Hey, you know, I know I'm kind of shit faced, but I mean this. <laughs> you should do the show sometime." And here he is. <laughs> so, what do you think? Like Dogman, werewolves, Beast of Bray Road, anything? Is there like, any cryptid no. that you think? No, I mean, I'm, no, no. On the topic, the topic, uh. At hand, he's seen a bunch of stuff on it with me. Yeah. So, what do you think? Well, you just you just hold to that I mentioned earlier that you think it's something, but not. I think it's horseshit. Okay. Like I said before, the sheer number of sightings has me suspicious. But, but again, like I said before, also people reported it after the fact that it gained popularity and these sightings just came storming through. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the big points that came up in the documentary. What I have trouble deciding is whether that's people being scared that they were going to be made fun of and then saying it after the fact that it is popular or that it's just people deciding to call in fake sightings, which happens. I mean, uh, obviously, because... look at the well, look at the Gable film. Yeah. Here's a guy who makes this video because of the popularity of the Michigan dog man. And everybody's like, oh, my God, this thing's crazy. It's amazing. It's got to be the dog man. And come to find out it was just a big elaborate hoax. I mean... There's a lot of horse shit out there. I, 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 with this one though, like I said, I tend to feel like I've switched over to. There's something there. I just don't know that I buy it as an upright canine. That's like a man. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I buy into that. There's a lot of things out there that you know resemble a canine that aren't canines, mm-hmm. including primates. Yeah. And like you were saying, you know, uh, the guy described it more like a baboon. Yeah. Than, you know, a dog. And maybe these people are just seeing these protruding snouts and it's not so much a dog uh, creature, but it's more of a primate creature. We don't know. I just tend to think that there's more validity to it after like really looking at the sighting reports and really. Uh, uh, taking some time. I don't think it's a bunch of horse shit completely. I just don't buy into the dog, man, or werewolf part of this. These stories. I think it's a. I think it's a large canine. Uh, what that canine may be, I don't know. 
due to the number of sightings and the variety of people who claim to be witnesses, um, I definitely say it's something that has to be left open for investigation. It's mm -hmm. definitely not just, no, this has to be complete bullshit all the way across the board. Yeah. Like, it, like the chupacabra, for instance, is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd, I would take any chupacabra sighting and throw it out the fucking window. Yeah. You know? Unless you're talking about, like, you know, a hairless fox or coyote, which now has become the new chupacabra. No, that is the chupacabra. That's what it's yeah. always been. Anytime I've ever seen the chupacabra, it's a damn goddamn chupacabra. <laughs> it's a chupacabra. It's fucking. It's it's a fucking thing with mange. Right. Wh whatever the animal may be with mange. The original chupacabra had like spines coming out of its back yeah. and bat wings and like, like all kinds of crazy shit. Creature. Yeah. These these things are not nothing. It, it's not nothing's a fucking chupacabra. No, it doesn't exist. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I, but I tend to think that the way these sighting reports have come in for this, you know, the, the dog man or, or, you know, whatever this thing may be, there's something there. And I tend to think that it is a canine that is walking around on four legs, maybe occasionally for a few seconds or whatever on two. Uh, I think people are, can, are, are over exaggerating their encounters. In a lot of cases, which happens, people, you know, they're if you saw something like that, dude, your fucking adrenaline would be going through the roof. Oh, dude. Well, I can tell you right now. I mean, I'm pretty sure like you've seen the picture of the Lake Grover Krantz's skeleton that's in the museum with his Irish setter or whatever the, the wolfhound he had, like the mm -hmm. dog skeleton. Those dogs are huge, you know? Yeah. Well, so are wolves. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you weren't used to seeing wolves and you ran across a wolf that was on its hind legs for whatever reason, it's going to look huge. It's going to be the size of a man, like, oh, yeah. easily. Um, so, yeah, it could very easily be some sort of canine uh, just being misidentified as something, something different. Else. Yeah, yeah, and I I tend to think that, and but like like I said, it, it was just one of those things where I I sat down and watched this documentary with him yesterday, and I just had a after watching it the second time, and the, the first because the first time I watched it like a week or so ago, I was just like, yeah, I think I think I feel a little bit different about it. I don't feel like that there's an upright canine, not at all but I definitely feel like there could be a large dog or like you were saying that they're misidentifying just a wolf or maybe a larger wolf, a wolf on the larger side. It, it could be any number of these things, but I don't buy upright canine with hands like a human or somebody that transforms with the phases of the moon. Right. You know, I don't buy into that bullshit. And I don't think anybody else should either. I think it, it goes down some pretty <coughs> shit roads. It well, I think out. that, you know, it, it, if we're saying you're saying like, yeah, this is something that's worthy of investigation, further look at. Uh, people should do that 
but do it responsibly, you know, yeah. in an orderly fashion and actually put forth the effort. I don't know of any dogman researchers or investigators as popular as it is. The only thing I know of is like, yeah, there's Bigfooters out there, different groups that take dogman reports too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it should be looked at in a, in a fashion, just like I believe that it started out with Bigfoot where, okay, well, something's going on here. What could it be? You know? Yeah. Uh, even if we're wrong, that's okay. But I think we should look at the canine possibility before we ever make the leap to Werewolf. some guy on a full moon wolfs out. Werewolf. Yeah. Although the series Werewolf was kick ass. Well, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this many times before. And I, I refuse to go back and try to find it and watch it again. <laughs> yeah, that's not I happening. don't need it ruined. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let's just remember this in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> like like I remember Manimal. Yeah. You know, don't go back and watch Manimal. No. You will hate yourself. Don't go back and watch anything. <laughs> I I made the mistake with Night Rider. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, it's just no. The Hoth. Oh. I made the mistake with MacGyver. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Not as smart as I remember him being. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I think I tried too with the A team, and that was yeah. another one. I was like, oh, oh. Like, like these guys that. couldn't kick anybody's ass. What are they doing? <laughs> what are they, look at all that jewelry he has on. <laughs> Why are they twenty shots of the van driving down the road? <laughs> oh, it was just uh, uh it, things do not date well. No. No, just like the dog man doesn't date well, doesn't work, doesn't work. I and I think if I think with a lot of these cryptids and a lot of these creatures, uh, unknown creatures, I think <laughs> if uh, if people took a more realistic approach to them, there might be a little more, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, it might be a little more accepted by people yeah. rather than shunned and criticized. Like, no, I'm looking for a large wolf. Oh, okay. That I can wrap my fucking head around. Right. I'm looking for fucking uh, an American werewolf in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, buddy. You know, But I, it only I, hangs out at this one road. <laughs> yeah, it's just just here. But now all of a sudden people are seeing it everywhere. Uh, you know, maybe you've caught this thing. <laughs> I, uh, and there are so many like there was one thing on the, the documentary that I didn't like. There's this guy that bought one of the pieces of property and he says he set up these trail cams. And in every one of these shots, he claims when he puts these things out there that this mist shows up. And then the mist clears, and whatever was there is gone. Smokescreen. That, I think, is a bunch of fucking hogwash. Although, I will say I found this part interesting about what you sent me. Okay. The uh, cult connection. Yes. The idea that there's worshippers of the dogman out there. Well... (laughs) 
it's not so much that they're saying i think that there's worshipers of the dog man no that's that, they didn't oh, say they, that i no, did <laughs> no and i'm sure there actually are probably to be honest with you one of the things that they did in the documentary was made connections to the slender man killings which i thought was like really huh? um, that's a reach yeah i'm like this is that was just two girls that just were stupid and killed their friend yeah over a fictional character that doesn't exist um you know uh but there is a theory that the dog man exists because of this pact with the devil this is another thing that's going around out there and the one thing that i thought was great was that the animal control officer was like totally in with some of this stuff oh yeah and matt the animal control officer had a folder marked werewolf not dog man, not what? strange creature. <laughs> what? Werewolf. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but there is this idea that there has been this satanic cult or this uh, black magic cult out in uh, this uh, Elkridge, I think is the name of the town. Yeah. Elkridge, Wisconsin. And that they have either somehow summoned this werewolf or dogman, this supernatural entity, or they are in league with it, or I don't know. Let me ask that, you this. That is you, one of the theories, prevailing theories. You know more about this uh, sort of stuff than I do. What's the difference between summoning and conjuring? Um, there isn't much difference, to be honest with you. If you want to look at it uh, from a, uh, you know, a mechanical, I guess you could say, standpoint. From the mechanics of it, there's no difference. Summoning, conjuring, same thing. It just, it seemed to come across uh, in my, of course, I went, you know. Because either way, you're forcing, in, in a summoning or a conjuring, you're forcing an entity somewhere uh, beyond their will. So either way, you're utilizing something without its consent. I mean, the more uh, I read about these things and learn about these things and just spend time on this planet, the more, uh, with me being skeptical, the more I'm inclined to look at things that I wouldn't have looked at in the past. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like, possibility and origin for some of these things some of these sightings uh regardless of what they are you know because i've always been a big advocate of like not humanizing things and not accepting like uh well because you know like one of the things that i really push you know people are all about uh bigfoot stick structures or whatever uh probably the most popular one being the x formation Mm -hmm. And how many people out there are just like, yeah, the X formation. First of all, we don't even know that they make it, but let's just say that they do for argument's sake. People out there, the the common belief is that means stay out. Well, that's because that's what an X means to us. I thought that meant that the Weapon X project. Was <laughs> it's a <Right>. go. <laughs> Weapon X is a go. But I'm just saying like, First off, if they are making those structures, they wouldn't be making them for our benefit. They're not trying to communicate with us. And secondly, 
just because that's what that formation would mean in human society doesn't mean it would mean that in anything else doing it. And that's kind of the thing here. Like, yeah, it looks like a canine or whatever, you know, or we think, you know, an alien looks like this and an alien's from outer space. I mean, what if those are demons? What if, what if those are ghosts? What if there's something entirely different that we don't even know about, you know, something coming through from a, a parallel universe or something. Mm-hmm. Man, where am and I the, And then when you fucking start going down that rabbit hole, it doesn't end. It, no. Then you're staring Dr. But Johnson then, in the face saying, right. And not only <laughs> that, but you, st- you start stepping away from the rational thought that you have in your own brain because you start accepting, wait a minute, maybe some of these things could be true. And I'm not saying that that's a bad road to go down. And I don't think you are either. No, I just firmly believe that it's okay to now. I believe more so that it's okay to maybe be open to those possibilities and examine them, but you need to stay grounded in reality and physics of what we know to be true. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, and try and try because it's very hard. We all have internal biases, but try to, to drop those at the door when you're going to look at these things. Right. And it's hard. It's hard for me to do it. Um, Oh, it's very difficult, but we, we need to let the evidence lead us, not our own conjecture or, you know, yeah. speculation or internal beliefs, you know? Yeah. I can't, you can't walk into these things with your decision already made. You have to go in with an open mind. And like you said, let the evidence take you to the final destination. Scientific method. The scientific method. Correct. Is in is what we've talked about many times, you know, don't, you know, let this play out. Stop trying to force the end result. Let it play out and just look at it. Observe this shit. Because we're we're not... Nobody's helping anything by forcing it. You know? And like people like me, who are very skeptical, I'm willing, and I've, you know, I think I've pretty much made it clear on this episode, like, I, I'm willing to give an inch on some of this stuff. But a lot of these people need to be willing... To back off on this this outright total uh, cult like belief when it comes to shit, and and you know and speak to people in a rational sense, because that the way it's been going, it just, like you said, you get down to these woo areas, and then people start getting crazy, things get cultish, and not summoning dogman cultish, they just get crazy cultish. <laughs> Yeah. And, and and it helps no one. These communities destroy themselves. And I don't find it to be productive in any way whatsoever. Well, no pun intended, but we just end up chasing our own tail forever. Yeah. And getting nowhere. Yeah. You know, and we've tried and tried to have uh rational discussions with people that we disagree with you know i tried to get uh on we disagree with him about a lot um uh we had claudia on we disagree with her about pretty much everything um you know i and i'd like to 
have those types of discussions with people instead of what's been going on when it comes to this type of research. Well, there's the key word right there, discussion. Yeah. Not argument. Right. Right. And, and we all tend to go into it, you know, prepared to fight instead of prepared to discuss. Oh, yeah. Let's go for the jugular. Yeah. Take your opponent down. There is no uh, sparring finesse about it anymore. No. And I, and I am certainly not pointing the finger at people. <clears throat> you know, I'm willing to point it at myself. It, it's just the way we're wired, especially whenever it comes to these fringe beliefs and subjects. Yeah. And I, I, I wish that people could act more like adults when it comes to, to these types of things, uh, you know, and, and, and look at things with, try to look at things with fresh eyes. What are you knocking over down there? Don't you have a fucking coffee to go get or something? Jeez. I know. Right. Fucking new interns. I tell you, there's, there was something that he said to me not long ago. Um, I was showing him uh, that uh, uh, mentalist guy from England. I can't think of his name right now. That does all that crazy shit. Um, oh, I don't know. You remember who I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. though. So I show him this video about this stuff. And I'm like, isn't this cool? Isn't this, you know, isn't this neat what this guy can do? And his response was fucking perfect. He's like, I don't buy it because they're doing that. They, they filmed it. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? And he's like, Dad, they filmed it. So they could have easily edited it. Yeah. You're not and seeing I, the thousands of times he bombed. And, I, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm going, oh, fuck, he's totally right. He's completely right. You because know, we want to believe. Right. I got, I fell into that hole where I was just watching this guy and watching his different little specials and going, this is fucking amazing what he does. You know, uh, but show it to, to dipshit here, and he sees it with fresh eyes. He saw it with something that I didn't see. He sees, oh, they they could have easily fucked with this. Well, I mean, whenever, you know, I grew up just like you did in a time where we had specials that would come on television where it would be like a David Copperfield special, <laughs> you oh, know? Yeah. I saw David Copperfield live in Portland, Maine. No shit. Yep. <laughs> so, like, we kind of grew up in a time whenever stage magic was cool. I didn't, for the record, see him grope any women or drag any. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't. Uh, yeah. You know, Me just, too I, it was just a magic show. <laughs> but, like, you know, that carried on in my life where I thought, you know, magic's kind of cool or whatever, illusionist. And then David Blaine got popular, you know, the street magic. Mm-hmm. And I watched his shit on TV and I was like, this dude's got powers. This, you know, like, how his, the his, fuck his, does he do that? His up close magic is probably some of the best. Right. And then I'd have questions like, well, how does he, you know, well, along come, you know, Google. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So how does he fucking do it then? And it's all just like the most simplest shit in the fucking world. And but like they practice Chris, it so much, right? But like Chris Angel, you want to know how oh. Chris Angel flies through the air? Oh God, Chris! It's Angel called digital shit. manipulation of the video. That's yeah. how he flies through the air. He's just on a wire and a crane, and like 
all those people around acting shocked are all paid actors that are part of his crew. It's all bullshit made for television and edited to fool you because it's entertainment. Yeah. They, so yeah, the kid's right. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's true. You know, the, 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 like let's face facts for one thing, illusionists, magicians, it's illusion. It's not real for one, you know, uh, Chris Angel, you're right. It, it, it's all just a bag of shit. Like, I, 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 why he rose to such fame? It, he, it was all just because he was an entertainer. He, he had a persona. Right. I mean, <clears throat> we watch movies and TV shows for entertainment all the time. You know, uh, for a long period of time, television was, you know, the number one addiction in the United States. I'm sure. And we see all this stuff and we know that it's make-believe, but if you put it in the right context and just say, Hey, here's a show with a magician. It's real. It's happening real. He really is at a restaurant filled with strangers. We just accept that as the truth. Right. I mean, that's how they trick us. If they right. said, Hey, this is a stage set. This isn't a real restaurant. Everybody in it is in on it. They all know what the trick is and they're all going to try to fool you. <laughs> like nobody would believe the right. trick. Right. That's how but they get got, us. But we got conditioned to, to believing that whatever they tell us, we saw it on TV. <laughs> so it has yeah. to be real. Right. You know, and it's, it's, a, it's that mentality that still holds over with a lot of this stuff with internet news. Yeah. I saw it on, I saw it on the internet. It has to be true. Right. And my favorite thing lately is pointing out people's mistakes. About water and, going the wrong direction down the drain? That too. And there's a uh, video of it though. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the stuff on Facebook where they post blatantly false statements or lies, and then you correct them with facts, and they still well okay. die on that sword. <laughs> Something you brought up earlier. What's that? The Gable film. Yes. Uh, it came out. Everybody was hooked on it. Yep. Uh, world-renowned cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman even said, this is amazing. Uh, he was all in. Then the guy comes out and releases part two. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not as good. No, not as good as the fucking original. Yeah. Kind of jumped the shark with it. <laughs> yeah. And he admitted, I did all this, you know, I own old snowmobiles and I had an old truck and an old camera and, you know, this is how I did it. Here's me in the ghillie suit doing it again. Didn't I show you that one? Yeah. And oh, oh and the whole time he's like, it's got to be a bear dad. It's gotta be <laughs> it something. looks, it does not look like a guy in a ghillie suit. It doesn't. He fucking did. He, he spot on nailed it what he was going for. I mean, just because the, you know the resolution of it and everything, it completely tricks the eye. Yeah. But here's the deal. Even after now he's come out, it's known that he did this. There's still a large group of people out there who are like, no, that's just the cover up. No, oh, God. the original film's real. That's not a guy in a ghillie suit. That guy's lying. Oh no. Tell me it ain't so. <laughs> no, it's very. So I've oh. encountered it personally. So, yeah, we do have a situation now on the internet on a regular basis where people are willing to fall on that sword. And just even whenever you do present them with facts, they're yeah. just like, oh, well, no, that's bullshit. That, yeah. that could be made up.
and I run into it all the time, and we run into it with this stuff all the time. <clears throat> People who will not let go. They just, nope, nope, right to the bitter fucking end. And I don't understand it. I don't understand why people are not willing to accept truths and make changes in their own beliefs or or the way that they see things. Because it's not even belief so much when it comes to fact. It's not about believing. Well, nobody likes to be duped or feel like they've been fooled because... You know, they weren't mentally sharp enough to realize that it wasn't real. I get that. But at the same time, okay, yeah, it sucks. But so what? That doesn't change the truth. Mm -hmm. You should accept it and move on and not just hold tightly to, you know, your original belief. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've, never, I've never understood that because I, while I have some things that I'm, you know, pretty steadfast on, like... And I would hope that tonight's episode like shows that because I was a fucking dog, man. Fuck you guy. You know, this we're not going, we're not. Yeah. I'll entertain the idea that these are fun stories and that this is a good little fucking rant to go down, but no. And now I'm willing to, to like, at least look at it and say, Hey, the, I think maybe there's something that maybe there's something there. And we should look into it. But I don't think it's a fucking upright canine. And or I'm, a man I'm shifting into a creature. Yeah, and I don't think it's a fucking skinwalker or a you know, shapeshifter or a lycanthrope. <clears throat> don't buy into that. But I will accept the idea that this is a large canine that people are seeing... And it's scaring the shit out of them. Yeah. And it would make sense if it was some type of a wolf. Because none of the encounters, to me, seem all that aggressive towards people. No. It's mostly they see it, this thing takes off. Well, you'll notice that several of the encounters uh, sound like whatever it was was eating like roadkill on the side of the road or something. Right. And then takes off. Yeah. Or they take off or, or whatever the case may be. But <clears throat> I don't, you know, I see it to be more like that than anything else. Just it, it, if, if they want to look at it like it's a wolf, then yeah, I can, I can, I can buy that. You know, and I, I've said many times that I think the idea of the, the koi wolf, it's a scary thought. The, 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 the taking over that the koi wolf is doing in the ecosystem because it is, I think it's a better predator. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the shows I did with David first, one of the first shows we did was uh, life after man, the rise of the dog man, <clears throat> because I said, you know, what if, you know, canines evolved and became, you know, because they became apex, you know, after man disappears. Something would fill the niche one way or the other. Right. But I think that I think that the 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 most obvious uh creature to fill that niche would be the koi wolf. You know, bears are big, they're you know, they're fucking they're always gonna be bears, but I don't think that they would take over in the way that koi wolves would 
because of the pack mentality. Right, the pack, the intelligence, you know, the strategies involved. And, and, like. and David had brought up, you know, well, well, what about big cats? And I said, eh, I would, I would say big cats, but even the big cats in Africa don't fuck with the dogs. Yeah. You know, so I, I just, I definitely think that this is a creature, a, a large creature but I think that it's a flesh and blood thing. I don't think it's supernatural. Um, although those stories, like, you know, we went down the whole cult angle. It's it's interesting and fun. And, you know, the idea that there's people out in the woods in robes trying to summon the fucking dog, man. Power to them. <laughs> if that's what they want to do. Or whatever the fuck they're doing. <laughs> right. Or, you know, whatever fucking weird sex rituals they want like to the do. Guy like the guy impersonating like a humane officer, like. <laughs> rolling around in a big black car trying to like talk the kid into giving up his dog. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> Some weird shit, man. I'm going to take your dog now, little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Is Steve Alcorn doing some weird shit? <laughs> we don't know about. Yeah. Is he into some underground pet trafficking trade? This could be, this could be weird. Is Steve Alcorn the ebon hand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's what he's doing down in Tennessee. <laughs> Good old Nashville. Good old Steve. <sighs> Should be back next week, everybody. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. I do have some news for tonight. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I grabbed a few stories just just for the fuck of it. I'm kind of upset that uh, <laughs> Richard didn't uh didn't make the show tonight in the chat room. Huh. What are you laughing about? Oh the dance? the look that Odin gave you. Oh yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> See, this is what you don't understand, though. The people in my life that have to deal with me regularly, they're fucking fed up with this shit. Oh, I'm sure of it. <laughs> I'll never forget one time his mom, when we were dating, it was before we were married. Uh, we'd been together a while, and we were walking out uh, of where we worked with somebody else, and uh, I said something that made the girl laugh. And she looks at my, at my ex, and she says... It, it must be so amazing for you. He must make you laugh all the time. And she just, with this disgusted look <laughs> on her face, looks at this girl and goes, it gets old really fucking quick. <laughs> <laughs> but on to the news. You know, that fun stuff that we have. Oh, uh, the shit. Yeah, the shit. Yeah, nice blob of shit. Uh, from uh, Coast to Coast AM, uh, bizarre blob found in uh, BC. I'm assuming that's British Columbia Lagoon. What's that slimy blob in Vancouver's Stanley Park? Uh, an odd-looking blob creature was recently discovered living in a lagoon at a park in British Columbia. The gelatinous oddity was spotted in shallow water at an area of Vancouver's Stanley Park appropriately known as the Lost Lagoon. 
An examination by an ecologist identified the strange blob as a bryzoan. I know what that is. I knew that's what that was going to be. Ooh, look at the big brain on man. People constantly post pictures of those things asking what the fuck they are. And I'm like one of three people on the internet that knows. Yeah, and it's a collection of tiny microorganisms which join together to form the gooey orb as a form of protection against predators. Uh, although the residents living nearby may rest easy knowing that the blob is not the blob and it's not going to kill everybody uh it is an invader of sorts um it, it does it's not supposed to be there How we um it? so uh it is a it's kind of an invasive species so yeah uh, but that's pretty, some pretty interesting shit uh, we I'll, had them in the lake that's so everybody can see it r- real quick uh, we had them in the lake where our lake house was and our boat dock and everything so at a very early age, I fished one out of the lake and was like, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah. And that thing's pretty fucking gross looking. Yeah. Looks like a piece of shit. Well, yeah. Perhaps you should uh, look into changing your diet if that's what you're... Uh... <laughs> if, that, if that's, what, like, uh, if if that's just... sitting there for a while <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, that, uh, that was the... Uh... Yeah, they kind of look like alien eggs, like floating around in the water. Yeah, it's it's pretty nasty shit. Um, does it look like on the inside? Uh, like jelly, clear jelly yeah, mess. It looks almost like green or something. Uh, Matt, uh, this was an interesting story that I found this week. Not very Fordian uh, at all. I just found it uh, comical. Um. Yeah, it appears that uh, a Mexican judge <laughs> for two has users has approved <laughs> recreational cocaine use for two people in the entire country of Mexico. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, everybody else, fuck you. But these two people <laughs> yeah. can snort all the blow they want. <laughs> Fucking Tony Montana. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll uh, go through this one. Uh, uh, this is from BBC.com. Uh, a Mexican judge has granted two people the right to recreational cocaine use in the first ruling of its kind. The organization behind the case has said the court said it would allow both claimants to possess, transport and use cocaine, but not sell it. Oh, boo. According to Mexico United Against Crime, uh, Mexico United Against Crime, which seeks to destroy the country, seeks to end the country's war on drugs called the ruling a historic step okay um something tells me that there might have been a cartel involved in that decision i think you (laughs) might be correct sure we won't sell it (laughs) but i just i just found it i found it so hilarious that they they approved use two people two And those two guys are the most popular people in Mexico. Oh, yeah. All the strippers hang out with them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The the strippers just don't go anywhere. They're just like vultures. That's fucking crazy, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it, 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 It... it blew my mind when I saw the story. I was like, are you fucking kidding? Can you imagine like those two guys in court? And then like the judge delivers their verdict. They're like, what? (laughs) Yeah. He's just like, okay, you guys can do it, but nobody else. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that you're it. 
Yeah, and the other one that I found uh, was that uh, physicists have cracked the mystery of teleportation, but it's nothing like what you see in Star Trek. Um, and this is Brian Green that uh, had uh, talked about this stuff. And what they're talking about is that they've they're able to teleport individual particles, and that's all it is. Uh, you know, they're able to. Uh, um, make a, a particle disappear in one place and appear in the other place. So it literally, the, the, the particle ceases to be at one end and is at the other end. So they yeah, can I've, effectively I've... teleport, but they're far beyond anything close to doing it with a human being. Uh, I've read articles about it and it's way beyond my understanding. Yeah. It, I mean, do I think that they'll ever be able to do it? Possibly, I don't think I'd ever jump into the machine. I'm not. No. I'm not Jeff Goldblum in that motherfucker. <laughs> no. no, I don't. Um, think by the I... way, uh, the world according to Jeff Goldblum, I'm in. <laughs> it would also be a situation of you go first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and the idea of how teleporters would work, you wouldn't be you at the other end. How I see it. You would yeah. be a copy of you. Right. That's one of the things that circles around, you know, on forums on the internet about Star Trek is like all the times those people died every time they teleported. Right. And just a copy was made of them somewhere else. Right. You know, because it goes back to that, um, uh, what, uh, the, the prestige. Yeah. You know, that idea. Yeah. Uh, look at all the sacrifices I had to make to do this. You know, that, that it, it begs some some really deep questions. But, yeah, that whole idea of uh, the uh, teleportation, it's 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 particles that they're talking about. They're nowhere as near teleporting anything of any substance yet. But uh, that was the news, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> good, good time. Good time. Your first news. My first news. Yeah. I am so privileged. Did you learn anything? To have been here. Yeah. What'd you learn? That. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> so what'd you learn? That there is shit invading somewhere. <laughs> British in Columbia. the last lagoon of British yeah, Columbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that teleporting, you would be a pussy to not <laughs> Fair enough. On that yeah. note, ladies and gentlemen. Fresh Eyes Odin's like, sign me up. <laughs> this has been the 40 and Slip, episode 95, The Bray Road Beast. If you like this shit hit the little thumbs up button if you don't hit the little thumbs down button leave a comment subscribe as always check out our good friend matt knapp at youtube.com forward slash bigfoot crossroads and youtube.com forward slash cryptid tales uh check out he's back ladies and gentlemen phil polling at youtube.com forward slash para breakdown uh check out Richard Allen's Bigfoot and with Keith and Colin on Facebook. That's his Facebook group. 
Uh, I have the link up on YouTube uh, on the on screen, but those of you who listen on the podcast can't see it, but just look for Bigfoot and with Keith and Colin, you'll find it. Um, and as always, everybody who hasn't, please go to Anchor or wherever that you can find the 40 and Slip podcast and download, subscribe to the 40 and Slip podcast on anchor.fm forward slash the 40 and Slip is where we're at on Anchor. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, there's a bunch of different places you can find it. So please subscribe and download. As always, check out our good friend Dreadfun at dreadfun.com and youtube.com forward slash dreadfun. Always putting out the great art. Love his stuff. Go buy yourself some Dreadfun art. It gets shipped to you. You open it up. You put it on your wall. You're a happier person. It's a beautiful thing. Dreadfun. Enjoy your life. Have him draw you. He'll draw you better than you look. I guarantee it. That's what I have to say. And next week, we'll be back. I think, uh, do you think we'll be ready to do the uh, Frontier stories, Lumberjack stories, Matt? Absolutely. All right. We'll be back next week with Lumberjack stories. Until then, everybody. See ya!